Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. Amen. Worshiping Him together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, praise team. The Lord bless you all. Amen. 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 Well, it is such an honor to be here and uh, to be standing in this position. And uh, it's also, uh, I have some big shoes to to go before, I guess. Brother Graham's going to be here tomorrow and looking forward to that, to hearing him. Uh, but I'm so Again, so honored to be here. Thank you, Pastor, for that uh, for that honor. Amen. I give honor to you, and I thank you for the opportunity to share. Amen. I was just telling Brother Ryan, uh, it, it's uh, kind of interesting. It's it's like the Lord gives us just what we need when we need it. And just a couple weeks ago, the Lord dropped a, a thought into my heart and into my spirit, and I just started thinking about it and mulling it about. And then this week, I got a call and pastor asked me to speak and so God God does a work amen so I'm thankful for that amen amen you can be seated this evening amen I'm I'm not going to read a text right off but I will have scripture throughout amen as many of you are probably wondering they I, I do have a, a some uh, some props tonight if you will amen praise God amen just bring this over here a little bit Thank you, Jesus. And uh, if, if some of you all remember, uh, here a few weeks ago, amen, I uh, spoke about, well, a few months, I suppose, about being connected, amen. Does anybody remember that? Uh, and about a, an electric panel and things. And uh, that's because I'm an electrician and God is so good to us because he gives us, uh, he'll, even through my... Uh, work, my career, God will speak to us, amen, and he speaks to me consistently. And so for the f- next few moments tonight, I'm, I'm going to speak on, I am a conduit. Can you say that with me tonight? I am a conduit, amen, I am a conduit. So conduit is, uh, it's also known as as pipe a lot of the time. This uh, This here is is PVC, it's a, a plastic conduit, and we use this, uh, if you could show some of those photos there, we use this in underground. I think I have one of what it would look like in underground. And uh, what we'll do with this before we build a building, uh, before the slab, just like that, that's, that's some, a little bit larger. This is only half inch. That there's probably about four inch. And what they'll do is they put that, uh, as you can see, under the slab, before the slab goes down, they put that down, and they'll bury it in the concrete, and, um, and that is what begins the electric for the building. They'll go from the transformer and uh, go to the panels. I think there's another picture of a, just a single piece. You might be able to see it a little bit better there. Uh, yep, that right there, perfect. That gives a good example of what we use this for. And uh, one of the interesting things about PVC specifically is because it goes into the ground and into the dirt, uh, we have to be real careful with it. You can't get anything in it. See, it has to be clean on the inside. It has to be free of obstructions. 
because we have to pull wire through it. And you can't really see it, but there in the bottom, there's a string that's preparing to be able to pull wire through that. And uh, the wire will go through the conduit from the source, from the electric panel or from the transformer to the electric panel, and, uh, and then out from there. And so that conduit, before uh, we bury it, because after we, we put it together and then we bury it, and then it's later on in the process, after it's under the concrete and everything, uh, that, it, uh, that we pull the wire through it. And I remember one time uh, we went to pull some wire, and of course, as I said, everything was buried under concrete, and we just couldn't seem to get that wire to... Uh, to pull. It became real, real difficult. We ended up having to chip the concrete out and change some of the conduit. And as we pulled a piece out, just a little tiny pebble came out of that conduit. And it wasn't quite as big as that. It was, uh, it was about three quarter or one inch, I believe. But just that little pebble was holding up that wire from coming through that conduit. And and I'm telling us tonight that we have to make sure that as we are that pathway for the power to flow through us, we have to make sure, amen, that we're clean and that we're pure and that we're ready for what God wants to send through us, amen, into this world that as we're connected to the source and as we send that, as that power goes through us, that we are prepared and ready for what God wants to do through us, amen, amen. Amen, amen. It's extremely, extremely important. Praise God. If you could show uh, another one of those pictures of the metal conduit. See what happens with this, as you can see, and there might be a couple there you can kind of siphon through them. Those are uh, some really nice runs of conduit. That's, that's one of the ideas is to keep everything nice and straight and uh, to make it look real nice. Sometimes it's hidden. Sometimes, as you can actually see in this building, uh, now uh, a lot of it is uh, visible. And it has to be nice and straight and even. And if it's not, of course, it'll, it'll look bad. But, uh, but what'll happen is we, uh, as, as a conduit, say that with me again, I am a conduit, amen. See, we are, as I mentioned, the pathway for the power. Amen. The definition of conduit tonight. Praise God. Is a natural or artificial channel through which something is conveyed. It's a pipe or a tube or tile for protecting electric wires or cables. It is a means of transmitting or distributing. And tonight, as individual pieces of conduit, if you will, in this building, we are a means of distributing something, amen? We are, some, we are a place in which something is conveyed. And what that something is, as we've been talking about, as we love God, love people, as we, as we grow in him, and then as we go, we have to convey that love to others, amen? We have to convey that power that is within us to others, amen? We have to be that conduit. But maybe you might say, Brother Luke, I feel just a little bit alone. I'm just a lonely, excuse me, a lonely piece 
uh, just a, a lonely piece of conduit. I'm just all by myself. I'm just uh, just wandering out here all by myself. What good am I going to do? See, this conduit, it comes in just 10-foot sticks, and you might think that that might be a distance, especially me up here wielding this around. But really, in a building like this, think about it where the electric panel might be or wherever it is that it needs to connect. It'll go from that panel to a light or to a, a receptacle or whatever it might be. You might think, well, that's not going to do very good. But let me encourage you to tonight that we are connected to other pieces. Amen. Brother Michael, would you come help me? See, when we... Oh, thank you very much. When we... When we're out there working... We'll take a couple pieces and we'll take this little, this little tiny piece and it's called a coupling and we'll couple two pieces together. This is called a set screw connect or coupling. And so the electrician uses a screwdriver and just set them together and now I have 20 feet of conduit. And then I can come to the other end and do it again. Would you go to the other end and lift that up for me? Now, oops, didn't get that set screw quite set, amen? And that's important too. We've got to make sure all of our connections are tight. Amen. And now I'm a little bit closer to reaching from this side to that side, right? Now I've got 30 feet. You know, this makes me think, thank you, Brother Michael. This makes me think of a scripture. Amen. It's in Ephesians chapter 4. from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth according to the effectual working in the measure of every part maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Brother Luke, I'm just one piece, yes? But that one piece is connected to another piece and connected to another piece. And see, we come into the house of God on a Saturday night and we sing about the victory belonging to Jesus. And when you might be down on this side, Brother Aaron, Brother Brown over here is lifting his hands and you can look over there and you can feel that connection to your brother in Christ and you can be encouraged, amen, because you know that this elder has gone through something before and victory has happened in his life and you over 
over here because you're connected, because you're part of the body of Christ, amen, can feel that connection and can feel that power flowing through you and you can then go into the world and touch somebody else, amen, hallelujah. I'm so thankful to be part of the body of Christ tonight, hallelujah, 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 because this is one body and one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In Ephesians uh, 4, verse 4, it says, we are one body and we have one calling and we are fitly joined together in Christ and in the love of Christ, edifying each other. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. If you'll turn with me to Romans chapter 5. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 12, the scripture says, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Verse 15 says, For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. And verse 19 says, For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Amen. So you might feel like you're alone tonight. And sin, yes, entered into the world by one man. But what difference did one man make? He, he's the one that brought righteousness into the world by the disobedience of one, yes, but by the obedience of one, hallelujah. So you might feel alone tonight, but what difference can you make in the world? Without one of these pieces, I wouldn't have 30 feet here. I wouldn't be able to connect almost from one side of the platform to the other. Every single piece is important. You are important tonight. Amen. You have a calling of God on your life. You have a purpose. So do not be discouraged, but be encouraged in Christ tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Say, I am a conduit. Hallelujah. When we're billing people uh, out in the field, we may cut one of these pieces to be able to finish a run, but we still bill them for a 10-foot stick, a whole stick. So the piece may be cut just one foot off to finish that run, but still that whole stick is considered, uh, it's considered a whole piece. And so even though you may feel like you're just something small, that you're just something little oh don't be discouraged tonight because every piece is important I wonder if you can hear me tonight you are important amen God sees where you are God knows what you're going through God has a purpose and a plan for your life hallelujah you're here for a reason tonight praise God praise God praise God say I am a conduit hallelujah Praise God. Brother Michael, could I use you one more time? One more time. Amen. Now, in the process 
of running conduit. Sometimes We have to get it to places that, uh, that are kind of hard to get to. This ceiling is, there's not very much in it. I don't know if you remember uh, when we tore the ceiling out, there was a lot more in it. Amen. We, I found a picture recently of pastor holding my niece, Amelia. She was about this big. And as all of you know, seeing her run around, she's about this big now. But, uh, and in the background was that ceiling before we had it painted, all the can lights hanging down. I wonder if you all remember that. And, uh, and so there was a lot there. But in uh, right now I'm working in Riverside Hospital. And in those hospital, uh, especially in the corridors, in the hallways, there is so much stuff in the ceiling. See, I would like to believe that all that has to go in is the electrical stuff. That would be nice, right? Especially if I was the first one there. It's like, okay, let me come run my stuff and then you can come nuts, but it's not how it works. We're constantly working on top of each other. One day I was working, trying to put in lights in a hallway that was about three feet wide. And while I was putting in lights on a ladder, the floor guys were putting in tile. How how do you think that went? (laughs) That was an interesting day. That's how it works a lot of the time. There's other trades. There's the HVAC, uh, the heating and cooling. Uh, there's vents. There have to go. Of course, everything is done by blueprint. Everything has a, uh, a place. It has a specific place. Wonderful engineers. I hope there's no engineers in the building. If there is, I just love you so much. Engineers, well, they're great people. Anyway, we won't get into that. But uh, they're the ones that write the plans and the blueprints and they decide where stuff goes. And so sometimes we have to use something like this. I don't know if anybody knows what this is, but I'm going to tell you, it's, a, it's, a, it's an EMT conduit bender. Uh, now the PVC, the plastic that I showed you at first, what we do to bend that is we'll heat it up. And, uh, and you know, that's really can speak to us too. Sometimes we have to go through a heating process, amen. But with the metal, we will we'll bend it. So we'll come to a, there'll be an obstacle or something in the way. And we'll have to put a bend in the pipe. So uh, we'll measure it. And uh, this is for a, an offset. I think there's a picture of an offset. Um, it's the one, uh, well, I guess, how do I describe that? We'll see it in a second. I'll just bend one for you. And when I was being trained, yep, that's a great one. Those are offsets. 
When I was being trained, they told me how to use this bender, and they, they said, now, if you just uh, put pressure on it, it'll kink the pipe. And see, of course, the pipe is round. You can't kink it. You can't get the wire through it. But what you have to do is you have to apply to the back. This is called the shoe. The front of the bender is called the hook. And this is called, this is where we put our foot, is the step. So you have to apply constant pressure with your foot to the step. And see, sometimes we might feel like we're being bent. That constant pressure that's on us. But it's all for a purpose. Yes. Excuse me, bro. Mm -hmm. In this process, it's, a, it's real easy with half inch, but sometimes we have to bend three quarter, one inch. It takes time. You have to make sure everything's lined up. Remember, everything has to be straight. So with this, I'm, gonna, I'm bending a 30 degree offset here. Set the first bend at 30 degrees. Constant pressure. And the second bend at 30 degrees. Now, don't judge me too bad. This one's a little off. But now, I have markings, right? Stay close, bro. I'm not just a straight piece anymore. I have... I have something in me. But that doesn't damage the conduit. That just gets me where I need to go. The power can still run through this piece. It can still be pulled. See, what's really neat about this is, according to the National Electric Code, we can only put 360 degrees worth of bend in a pipe in, a, in, a, in a, uh, a continuous run. What that means is, say I'm connecting from one end of the room to the other end of the room and I'm putting multiple pieces and I have to do multiple bends. That's a 30 degree bend. If I add that then to, to the other bends, the other degrees of bend, I cannot have any more than 360 degrees. Does that make sense? See, God has rules like that too. The scripture says that uh, he knows how much we can bear. Amen. It says that he's touched by the feelings of our infirmities. Scripture says that cast your care upon him because he cares for you. The Bible says that the spirit makes intercession when you don't know what to pray. When you're found in a hard place, in a pressure place, when you're found to be in Christ's spiritual bender, when you're found to be that peace and you just don't know what to do, just cry on the name of Jesus, right? Just move on to him because he knows where you are. He has his hand upon you, hallelujah. The Bible says don't compare yourselves among yourselves. We can't compare our bending process, our growth process to others. 
piece of conduit. Now, I've got more, but I can still reach where I need to go. See, pastor, he has a unique calling. You can't compare your bending process to his bending process. Maybe you feel, you look around and you just feel that pressure of the bender on you and you're wondering why doesn't anybody else seem to be going through anything? Well, you might not know where they've been. You might not know how much bend is in them. You might not know what pressures they've been through. Oh, but first Peter gives us hope where he says, beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though something happened unto you but rejoice in as much as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings Christ was bent if you will for us and so when we are in his sufferings we can rejoice amen because his glory shall be revealed that ye may be glad also with exceeding joy see at the end of the conduit run as you saw in some of those pictures it looks beautiful Beautiful. It all comes together on the rack and it meets the place that it needs to go to to get the power to it. And so even though you might go through some stuff now, don't be afraid because the glory will be revealed through you. Amen. Hallelujah. First Peter goes on to say and says, but the God of all grace who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus after that ye have suffered a while after you've been in the bender for a minute after you've felt the pressure for a little while after you've weaved in and out of of places for a little while oh he will make you perfect he will establish you he will strengthen and settle you hallelujah hallelujah see this conduit we don't just throw it around no there's rules and regulations on how it has to be strapped how it has to be secured on the wall so that when the power runs through it because electricity causes vibration and things could come loose and the electricity could uh, in the wire there could be nicks and things so the conduit has to be not only straight and done done right but it has to be strapped and it has to be strong it has to be able to stand the time that it's going to be in a building it has to be able to hold that power well and when you're putting the pressure on it of pulling the power through it sometimes these wires they're big sometimes it's strength there can be so many pounds of pressure per square inch on that wire and so that pipe has to be strong well we must have to be strong as well because that power sometimes going through us is so much reaching a world that needs it and so even though you might go through those trials you will be established you will be strengthened you will be settled hallelujah Praise God. 
You may be seated. James says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, when you're in the spiritual bender. Count it all joy knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Romans 5 talks about patience when it says we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience and patience experience and experience hope there is a hope at the end you might be going through some things tonight as you grow as you go as you love as you're restoring people we might be going through things tonight maybe you're here tonight and you're wondering what's going on maybe this is your first time well God is calling you he's wanting to use you as a conduit for his power he wants to fill you with his spirit so that you too can reach others amen hallelujah and there's hope on the other side there's hope on the other side oh hallelujah say i am a conduit praise god hallelujah there's in the electrical field as an electrician there's different levels that you reach one is an apprentice where you're just learning. I just came through my four-year apprenticeship and just graduated a few months ago as a journeyman electrician. And so that's the next step. You become a journeyman. And then after so many years, at least in some places, they consider you a master electrician. You've stood the test of time. You've uh, shown your knowledge, you've become a master electrician. And just as the electricians will guide the conduit where it needs to go, we're being guided tonight by the hand of the master. The hand of the master. If we could stand tonight. Proverbs 3 says trust when you're being bent when you're being moved around when you're being cleaned out trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. We're conduits tonight. Might not seem like much, but if you remember as I was talking about being connected, without the conduit, the wire has no place to go. The power. What feeds the various things in the building has no place to go has to have a path. Are you going to be the pathway for the Spirit? When you step into that restaurant, are you going to be a conduit? When you talk to that waitress, that server, when you sit in that barber chair, 
Are you going to be a conduit? So I've decided tonight, no matter the bending, no matter the growth process, the trials, I want to be what God wants me to be. I want to be a vessel in the hands of the master. We read about the little boy and his lunch. Jesus took the bread. It was close to him. I can imagine now that little boy, I want to be close to Jesus. I want to see I've heard about him. I want to get close to him. So he he gets as close as he can. I just want to hear what he has to say. And the lunch is sitting there and it's ready and prepared. He's not thinking about that. He's listening. Jesus, send the people away. They need to eat. Wait, wait. We found this this little boy. He's right here. The lunch is this close. We had no idea. This is all we've got. And Jesus... It's in his presence. It's close to him. But it's only when he takes it in his hands. He blesses it. Then he breaks it. Only when we're in the hand of the master. That pipe doesn't do any good just sitting there. It's only when someone knows what they're doing. Picks it up in their hand. Only when you're broken a little bit. Only when you're bent a little bit. Are you going to be what God wants you to be? Maybe you've gone through brokenness and you don't even know why. But you're here tonight. God can use that. It's like Pastor tells us about Brother Tehi. He comes to the altar Lord, all I've got is broken pieces. Right, Brother Tehi? That's all I've got. The Lord said that was enough. I wonder if we could just lift our hands tonight. These altars are open. If you want to make yourself available tonight to be a conduit. Maybe you don't even know what you've been going through or the reason or the purpose, but God has a purpose for it come tonight he'll show you he'll teach you his spirit is here he'll fill you with that spirit so that you can go out to others the baptistry is warm you can be baptized tonight in Jesus name all those sins those broken pieces can be taken away and put together again by the blood of Jesus to make a whole person oh God I have nothing but Lord I give it to you Jesus God, I want to be a conduit. The theme of everything we're talking about is is restoring people for a greater purpose. Um, My dad said, a man can live 40 days without food, four days without water, but only four seconds without hope. There's a lot of truth to that. 
I've also seen that in people's lives that they don't find purpose. There's, there's an emptiness that goes with that. But there's nothing in the world that compares to knowing that you are fulfilling your divine purpose in God. That's what we're about. That's what he's about. And, and Brother Luke, um, I was the engineer that's in the room. Just saying. Just, just saying. Um, but I can't tell you how many times that I have, when he was, when he was preaching, I'll never look at conduit the same. I'll tell you that right now. Anybody else? <laughs> I can't tell you how many times that uh, I've walked to Lowe's and Home Depot and hardware stores. And you're preaching, and the thing I was thinking of is all of the con pieces of conduit that's just sitting there waiting to be shaped and waiting to be used. The fact of the matter is, they're, they're, it's just potential, but it's not, it's not anything until, like he said, until it's in the master's hand. But the master can bend me any way he wants to bend me. But I want him to use me the way he wants to use me. Come on, how many want to make a difference in a life? Praise God. I want to connect God. And when I was in engineering school, I'm going to bring this up. We're staying here just for a moment. Uh, I said, you said something about engineering. Isn't that right? I remember when I was in engineering school and God had called me to preach. And I was trying to balance both. But a man by the name of Tim Gill got up and preached. He preached about the role of a priest and that the role of a priest meant a bridge builder, a bridge. And that's what my engineering was in, was structural design. And he said the root word of priest means a bridge between man and God. And I thought that's what I want to be. I just don't want to be a bridge builder. But oh God, let me be a conduit, a connection point between people that need God and the one that has everything they need. God has everything we need. Let's stand. We're going to be dismissed. I, uh, I, I feel in this room tonight that God wants to give somebody direction and clarity to your life. And we're going to pray before we leave. Last week on Friday night, I was at a wedding and a couple that I know that that have served as missionaries in Brazil, they were coming by our church several years ago and they walked up to me. I told some people this story that lingered around, but they were in this church uh, years ago and she wanted to have a baby and could not. And she said, Lord, would you speak to Brother Bounds about my situation? She said that was on Saturday night when she prayed on Sunday morning she she said I, I was here in the service went through the service she said nobody said I'd never say anything to her Sunday night I'd walk past her never say anything to her church is dismissed we're back in the office area and I walked up to her and said so you want a baby and I said God's going to give you a baby He's, baby's going to be born in Brazil how we know things in the kingdom we don't know we're just a piece of conduit Sometimes the word just passes through us. And uh, guess what? I got to hold that baby last Friday. Isn't that amazing? God gave it. And the baby was born in Brazil. Praise God. There is sometimes in life. I was on an airplane one time. A lady said it's called God Wink. She said every now and then God does things to let you know he knows exactly where you're at. Do you need direction today? Lift your hands if you need some direction in your life. I want every, everybody that would to reach up to the Lord. He went to the cross.
to give you a divine purpose to come out of your past to come out of your failure to restore you to a divine destiny God has a specific plan to your life for your life and through your life he's going to make every connection count as the preacher preached tonight he's going to connect you to the right people but you've got to be connected to him come on would you pray right now God I want to fall into your path in your plan in the name of Jesus Christ we pray amen amen God bless you I hear that there is a snowstorm coming have you heard that Lord help us we got church in the morning at 8 30 we've got church in the morning at 10 30 I have no plans of canceling at this moment I do want to say to all the Saturday night people this is your sort of uh, the service you do for the weekend besides tomorrow night but come tomorrow night Scott Graham is going to be preaching you don't want to miss that it's going to be powerful one of the greatest preacher I've ever heard amen God bless you you're dismissed in Jesus name Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.